your story for me is a little bit like a fairy tale. It's just so, sort of like something that you see happening in movies, you know, um, in the sense that you were living a very normal life, um, you know, working in a supermarket and now you are uh, an international artist signed to a record label. So I was just wondering if you could tell me a little bit about that story in your own words. Okay. So, oh God, where to begin? Yeah. Uh, so I started playing piano when I was roughly about four. Wow. Um, it's like a 110 year old heirloom piano that's been passed down, you know, from my, uh, from my great grandma to my grandma, grandma to me. Um, and it's just got such a beautiful sound. And I played on it for years after school. And then I started writing when I was 12. Um, I had a really rough time at school um, and we went through, you know, various hobbies and clubs until it came down to music. Music became the only thing that I could use as a release button at the end of the day. Um, and then the first song I wrote was about the woman's perspective of a horrible divorce. Wow. But I uh, I wrote this song on guitar Um on this scrappy piece of paper upstairs about a mother wolf and her cubs. And I took it down to my parents and uh, my parents spent a long time figuring out what I was good at. The same with my brother. Like we went through all these clubs and I played the song to him off this scrappy piece of paper and my guitar in the living room. And he said, oh, I think we finally found what you're good at. And then um, from then on, my dad spent, you know, five, six years learning everything he could about the industry, analytics, social media, you know, just the, just in general, everything about music. Um, and we set up YouTube channels, Instagram, and, you know, between that, I was still at school, um, and I was still going through all of that, so it was nice to have music as a as a side project to take my mind off everything that was going on um, as I was getting older, and then, yeah, um, obviously, I left school. I started, you know, taking on normal jobs, customer service, bartending. I, I was a teacher for a bit. Um, yeah, I just I went through, you know, so many of these terrible jobs that pretty much kind of felt like school. So then again, music was my release again. Um, and, you know, we set up TikTok. I just got sent the demo one day from this trip I did in Amsterdam. And uh, I thought, right, OK, content is really hard at the minute. So I threw on the brightest jumper I had, some glasses I had just in my drawer. I danced like an idiot. And then I went for my New Year's Eve this year. <laughs> I wake up the next morning to 7 million views. Oh, my God. It was just so, so quick. Yeah. So quick. Like, I did not, I didn't check my phone until the next morning. And I just had call, 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 call. Hundreds no. of messages. Yeah, it was, to be honest, I thought I was in a coma. I would think that I was dreaming. I would be like, did I take something last night? Did someone yeah. slip me something? <laughs> oh my, I didn't realise it was that instant. Yeah, it was It was just mind-blowing. You know, like to go from working a day-to-day -day job where you deal with Karens and you deal with, you know, all these different types of people, you're so exhausted by the end of the day, to now doing what I dreamed of doing as a child every yeah. single day and, and being able to do that as a job and it changing my entire life. It's just, yeah, it, it's something that I'm so grateful to have. And it's something that, not you know, doesn't happen to everyone. You know, I think there's there's two truths in it in that, first of all, dreams can come true, but also it doesn't happen overnight. Like you said yourself, you were playing that piano since you were four years old and 
it was just one of those moments in the journey that was a real changed everything you know oh that's so exciting um so obviously the song gained huge momentum on tiktok and i've now seen the video which is like a tribute to that um can you tell me a bit about that about the the video and i suppose the idea that came behind it oof i um TikTok content is really, really hard to do. Obviously, you know, you've got to post multiple times a day and it's got to be interesting and short. So trying to kind of push all of those into one video, I really struggled. So with this, it was kind of like, a, do you know what? Screw this. Okay. I literally spent probably about five minutes on this one video. That's it. Um, I came up with some terrible dance moves that I've probably seen some mum use at a wedding um i i put them all together i I literally just cut it all together and i thought right what can i do to make people giggle i'm not i wouldn't you know class myself as a very funny person apparently so yeah i just i just threw some of those quirky dance moves together and now the glasses have just become well a little bit iconic with me yeah two pound Primark glasses oh I love it <laughs> literally so it was just yeah it was just a last minute five minute video um where I danced like an idiot and I can't dance to save my life but it was something that I did and people the nicest thing was people accepted me for who I was yeah which is so lovely to have that support on TikTok is I'm not trying to be somebody else yeah. I am me I'm a bit weird um, yes, I am a terrible dancer, but people like that. And that's something that's just so special and yeah. such a rarity. Yeah. Um, so the song, to me, right, the key message of it would be that you, you should kind of be happy with yourself, whether you're attached or not. But I'm interested to hear from you. What do you think the key message of the song is? You're quite close, actually. Um, obviously, it was about a terrible relationship I was in when I was 16. Okay. And if I had the emotional maturity that I do now and the experience, I would have left him. I was so scared to do that. And, and you know, if I was here now, I would have left him. I would have called his dad and told him everything. Cause some of the things he said were vile. Um, but it also, the deep meaning behind it is also you need to remember your self-worth. Mm-hmm. You need to remember if you're in a relationship and this person is not treating you right, then you shouldn't be there. You, should, you need to you need to find a better place. You need to keep that crown up. Yeah, and just remember who you are. That's the most important thing. I think, yeah, it does have quite a deep meaning to it yeah. as well. Yeah, no, I really like it. And I think it's, <clears throat> um, it's deep, but it's also, it's a little bit witty and a little bit sassy you know um, and that's the great thing about it it's that you know it's trying to say something powerful but kind of in a uh, a really I don't know modern and empowering way yeah. um, so because it's about a breakup um, I, I wanted to get your thoughts on a couple of breakup dilemmas so on Beat especially on our breakfast show we do these like daily dilemmas where people send us in their dilemmas and a lot of them are about relationships so I'm going to give you some of the dilemmas that are about breakups or exes and get your thoughts on them. Is that OK? OK, yeah. Perfect. OK, so first of all, dilemma number one. My girlfriend still meets up with her ex and I don't like it. So one guy is not happy that his girlfriend is still in touch with a guy that she used to date and they regularly text and they even meet up for drinks. Should he be worried? Or is this OK? <sighs> 
See, a lot of people are going to get annoyed with me, but this is a double-edged sword. Mm. You think of it on the side of, do you trust your girlfriend enough? Like, do you guys have a good bond between you? Um, to trust her to understand that they are just friends and she she's telling you the right things? Or, you know, is she is she doing that behind your back? Is she secretly still talking to him? That's such a such a big dilemma. I know. I would say, I would genuinely say, sit her down. Mm-hmm. Say, you need to be honest with me. To say, I won't get mad. You need to be really honest with me. Um, is this happening? And have a genuine talk about it. Get everything out. And if it is, and if she admits to it, there you go. But if she genuinely, if she genuinely, I mean, it, it, it's all about that communication, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, my ex wasn't ready to commit. Now I have a new guy and he's come crawling back. So this girl, her ex said he called it quits because he wasn't ready for something big. Now she's seeing the new guy and he's saying that he is ready to settle down. She says that she still has feelings for him. But the new guy is great as well and has said that he knows what he wants. So what should she do? I know this dilemma. I've been in in this one. Uh, Don't do it. Don't. If you've got this new guy and he's coming and he's he's the one that's looking after and caring for you, and uh, and this guy wants to run back in after telling you he wasn't ready, people want what they can't have, so don't give it to them. Simple Love it. Out. Do you know what? <laughs> I would be the same. I would say, don't ever give someone a second chance. I have made the mistake. Don't I'll give them the opportunity to turn you down again. You know, only let take them say back. no once. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Um, Should I wait until after the exams to break up with my girlfriend? So this listener is in a relationship. He's having doubts, but he's conscious that she's got big exams coming up. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I mean, not the fact she's breaking up with her, but the fact he's given her the chance to finish her exams. I would say, you just, I'd like, again, honesty, you know, it's a, that's a hard decision. Yes, she needs to go with the exams, and I know what it feels like. I got—I was heartbreak during my exams, but I still passed. Yeah, because exams are more important. Cry afterwards. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. That's really hard. I would kind of think there's never a good time to break up with someone. No, you know, especially not if you're in exam season. Yeah, it's a really oh. tricky one. Um, I'll just finish by asking you if you have any tips at all for getting through a breakup. Because I suppose I feel like your song is a good one for anyone dealing with a breakup. And if someone is maybe going through those feelings now, what tips would you have for getting through it? I'd say live by these three things. These three things really help me, especially with my friends and the people that spoke to me. There's three options, especially when you're going through a breakup. Do you want to talk about it? That's one of them. Do you want space or do you want a distraction? No, I actually learned that off TikTok. But those are the three things you should try and keep by is, yeah, distraction, space, or do you want to talk about it? And you can rotate them. But either way, you only move past it when you're ready to. Yeah. And also Ben and Jerry's helps. Love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, me. That was really fun. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.